Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Hey, we talked about it last night. What was our one word, the only thing that mattered today? Response. Right. I can't think of a better way to describe it. Alright, a better way to describe it is when, yeah, you know, we could have done some things better to sustain on offense. But defense, I never felt for one second that those lights for me. I never felt for one second that every single time you guys took the field, it was a feeling of, we got this, and we're going to be the ones, all right, to set the stage. I felt that, the way Jay Hicks makes that play. Yes, the end of the half. To the offense going down and scoring and kind of controlling that middle eight the best we could. All right, but to me today, was about no matter how it looked, no matter how it felt, I just felt that response feeling out of this group. But I want to start out on the defensive side, and I'm going to stay on the defensive side. All right, eight negative plays forced, five sacks. Mm. All right, mm. two by this guy. Daniel Hunter, where you at? All right. This guy continues, you just feel him. You feel his presence every single Sunday. The reason why he's got a C on his chest. All right, all he does is make plays, kicking game, special teams has been great, but how about the way he changes the game on defense? Josh Alright, gotta work on that ball security late in the game, but he was savvy enough to get that sucker back. But how, how about a play? Staying with it, staying with it. He was close a couple times, but when we absolutely had to have it, all right, there's a reason why we brought this yeah, guy here. Yeah. Love the fact we got to fire him. Yeah. Right. Sometimes as a head coach, you look out, team meetings, you look out before the game, you just kind of feel it from one of your players. All right, you just kind of feel it. And I felt that way about this guy, really dating back to last night after I talked to the team. All right, 10 tackles, All right, a fumble return for a touchdown, and an absolute gotta have it, make it happen, like it matters more than anything, Jordan Hicks! Jordan 
got him, man. One to know in the division. Let's rock. Um, great to get a win on the road. Um, you know, we're not going to be picky about finding a way to get a win. Um, Soldier Field has always been a tough place to play, and it was again today. Um, I thought our defense was phenomenal all game long, making plays, putting points on the board, getting stops, um, um, you know, forcing takeaways. And um, you know, I thought their defense did a pretty good job against us. And uh, we could have, should have, need to be much better on offense. Um, probably a combination of things there. And um, um, I think the second half especially, you know, want to get more going in the second half. But it does feel really good to win, to win on the road in the division. And um, uh, Garrett Bradbury in the locker room pregame uh, took a clip from the from the Texas Rangers and made sure that Creed got played before we went out on the field. And I felt like that that may have made the difference. So we got that going for us. But uh, take any questions you have. Which Creed? What, what made you decide to play Creed? You know that the Rangers have been playing Creed and they're rolling the playoffs and. Uh, uh, you know, we've been listening to it in the lifts a little bit here and there, but music's banging on the on the on the boombox most uh, pregames and uh, in the locker room. We thought we'd made it mix it up, mix up the genre a little bit, get some Creed in there. And uh, Garrett made sure it happened, and uh, it was uh, it was well received. Uh, we started, you know, they got quite a catalog, but we started with uh, with higher with higher this week. We didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to overstep our bounds. So we just one higher, and then uh, you know next week maybe we can see what we go to from there. So I got that guy, which is nice. And we're rolling. Oh, rolling, rolling, rolling. Hey, we get to go with no... <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I think a kind of a win is a win. Yeah, you're right. A win is a win. A win is a win. I mean, yeah, yeah it would have been nice if we had won by two scores like we are you know, predicting or and or hoping um but yeah. it kind of seems like this team is uh jumping to the rim you know like yeah. they're hanging getting beat by these good teams and then these teams they should roll they're hanging and barely beating so it's yeah. just like yeah <laughs> play like you did against the chiefs and the eagles and yeah. you should steamroll yeah. Yeah, you know, like what is going yeah. on? Of course, we're down JJ, right? Like that's obviously huge. Uh-huh. The impacts yeah. of him not being on the field. How obvious is that? Well, yeah, well, of co- yes, of course, uh, that def- definitely. But yeah. <laughs> so yes, very happy for our win. We are two and four. We are, you know, whatever two games out of five hundred. I mean, or tied for. Second place, I think, in the division with uh, Green Bay, which, of course, the uh, Lions are running away with at five and one. I believe that uh, we are two and four. The Eagle, I mean, the the uh, Packers are two and oh, they had a bye, so they're two and three, and then uh, the Bears are one and five. But um, so 
Yes, minus JJ. But it, it it's like all of a sudden they take away Kirk's favorite weapon and now he can't throw the ball at all. Uh, like the the, the 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 Chicago Bears have the worst pass defense in the league and Alexander Madison ran he had 18 carries for 44 yards. But how many drops were there? How many drops again were there this week though? Like I, I well, didn't watch the game. Alexander I didn't Madison. watch the game. I watched the highlights and field. Yeah, Alexander Madison had seven targets and he only had four receptions. So you know that those are checkdowns. He's not running a route. So Alexander Madison threw the ball. So he, Alexander Madison carried the ball eighteen times and he threw the ball to him fourteen times or uh, seven times. He only caught four of them, so he dropped three right there at the line. Had to be. I mean, he's not going. He's not even going five yards down the field. I mean, there's screens, whatever, and Alexander Madison keeps dropping them. And 18 yards, 18 carries for 44, 44 yards. I mean, that's, what, two, 2.4 or something, a carry? I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Like, why are you handing the ball to that much? And, like, then, and then Cam Akers had one carry. One carry. Like, well, the, But that's not Kirk. Kirk's not calling the plays. Well, but it could be because you don't know how much he's checking down based on this offense. Yeah, but the runs, the runs though, like, well, like why is no, it why is it KOC using Cam Akers more? Sometimes, well, that's true, but they could be. I mean, just you know, potentially, obviously, you can't just say, well, KOC's calling these run plays for Alexander Madison. It could be that Kirk's not liking what he sees, and so he just checks down. And he he changes the play at the line, and then Alexander Madison's the one in. But Alexander Madison was really not supposed to be carrying the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he was in I don't know as long. a decoy, I, yeah, and then and then know. Kirk checks down and he and he hands the ball off to him, and so he got more carries than maybe what KOC wanted. But still, one carry for Cam Akers for eight yards. I mean eight. I mean that's yeah, a good I, carry. I can't, I can't imagine he's changing the play at the line of scrimmage that often. I, I don't. That's not really his mo. He does it fairly regularly because, and I, which, which is something that I like about the offense this season more so than last year. It seems like is that Kurt they come to the line with like twenty seconds. I mean, like they have a ton of time at the line, so he can make these decisions and he can check this or check that and see who's doing what, and who you know, put people in motion, whatever it is. I mean, the front line so, is getting better. Like they really are. Like it's kind of hard to bitch about them a little bit right now. Yeah. No. But um, actually, the uh, for the. Um, the one metric that I looked at, and some people had us like the pass defense, or yeah, the pass um, rush as um, like top ten, um, but just overall on um, sharp fantasy analysis or something like that, they got Minnesota at tenth spot. That they jumped twenty seven or seventeen spots from last, you know, from last season at twenty seven, where they finished, I guess, at twenty seven. I thought we finished at thirty first, but um, no, the they actually. The the offensive line has been doing as much as I've harped and and yelled about how terrible you know Ed on, uh, Ed Ingram is. So that he's actually the offensive line is doing a great job. Um, so yeah, I, you know it's 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 really it's hard to say why we're struggling on offense. Okay, yeah, Jefferson goes out, but still you got TJ who is not just has not had a great season has, has TJ is not, I don't know. He's underwhelming. I would say for sure. Underachieving. Let's see what his, 
Well, he had eight targets and he caught six of them. You know, he had 50, 50 yards. One of them, one of his catches was the 21 yard catch. So, I mean, I mean, he had a bunch of drops. You know, I mean, it's not bad, but he had two drops. But he's had, he's I don't know how many drops drop. he's had over this like, season. Game he's before last, he's had a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he had dude, a, t- he had a like, tough. What is going on? Yeah. So, but here, I think it goes back to, again, I'm leaning back on leadership at the front office. I think yeah. there's yeah. a bunch yeah. of waves here. I saw this, I screenshot it. I meant to send, send it to our text, but I didn't. But Star Tribune Sports on uh, Facebook has this kind of headlines like Vikings GM Kwesi Adafo Mensa has failed to upgrade talent on roster. You know, it's like Vikings mm-hmm. had serious roster problems and Kwesi took over as general manager in January of 2022 and those problems remain. So yeah. no, I like think he's what gone. we like what I, we yeah. talked about, you know, earlier that 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 uh that yeah. hot tip that I got from our, our Vikings insider definitely seems to be panning out yeah but. and and what and what what did he tell you about that tip was that if we struggle he's probably gone and obviously right. at two and four we're struggling yeah um, and there's gonna need to be a scapegoat and it's not so what he's yeah. what he said was like koc is the guy KOC, he's, yeah. koc is him he's he's here yeah. for the long run everybody likes him he liked what he's got going on and it sounds like quasi is the the fly yeah. in the ointment right now. And, yeah. you know, and who knows what that has. You know, when when you don't have from the very top down, yeah. your foundation is on shifting yeah. sands. Like, that affects everything, you know. Well, I mean, it definitely the potential is there. But you just wonder how much crazy's in the building or in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, I know he's there after the games and stuff like that. They but know, though. It's yeah, not so much know. that. It's just you like think? they know. Well, I mean, you got to think they're they're talking. You know, agents are talking. They're not getting these deals done. And and, yeah, if, and if he's yeah, the problem, yeah. you know, what's yeah, the rumor mill yeah. going to be spitting out in the locker room, you know? Yeah. You know, That's JJ's going to be bitching yeah. about, I just can't get this fucking done. I don't know why Kwesi isn't yeah. doing this. I don't know why, you know, yeah. blah, 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 you know? And they yeah, might be bitching to KOC, be, yeah. and KOC's like, dude, I'm doing what I can, man. I, you know, I got to yeah. study this film, and I got to write these plays up, and yeah. you know, I'll say something, but, you know, I'm not the GM, you know? And it just yeah. who knows? I mean, it, it, it. I'm speculating, of course, but. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like the whole team is just off, you know, because we saw what Hawkinson could do. You know, we, he has good hands, so why is he dropping him this year? You know, like, what is what is going on? Why, why are, like, again, started off with a turnover. You know, it's just like how, like, I thought maybe, I didn't, so I didn't watch it, right, and I was getting up there, yeah. and, you know, I checked and score from time to time, and then I thought we made it without any turnovers, and then I saw that, you know, when, when my brother Dan texts that this it's whatever he said, he's like, this is psychomatic at this point or whatever. And I'm, and I'm yeah. like, I didn't know yeah. what he was talking about. I just thought that we were playing poorly. And then I went back and I watched the highlights. I was like, Oh shit, we've <laughs> we turned the ball over on the first play or whatever it was. Yeah. I was yeah. like, fucking here we go. Had a cool scoop and score though. That was fun. Yeah. Um, no, the bear, the bears game. Actually, we didn't turn the ball over on the oh, first. Oh, we didn't. That's what he was saying. Like it, we did not turn the ball over on our first possession, which has been like every other game. I thought that we did. prior. No, we didn't. Not oh, against the Bears. Oh, no, okay. no, thankfully we didn't. No, that's what. Yeah, you might have misread it or whatever. But I know I I added something a week ago. I think prior to Chicago, and it's and I 
and it says it had a, a thing I found online that said Vikings first drives this year punt fumble fumble hundred yard pick six fumble. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that, that about sums up the entire season. So, yeah, pretty hard to have a winning season. Pretty, pretty tough to have a winning season like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, generally, your opening drive is like your scripted one that goes, you know, it's supposed to yeah. go and without a hitch. Year, and we were great in the first and the fourth quarter. Remember, we, and then yep, we, we yep. talked about how we had those huge spells of no scoring in the second and third because first, for yeah, the, the scripted drive, we go down, we punch it in, we look amazing, and then, you know, we struggle, and then at the end of the game, we're all behind, and then Kirk makes a great comeback, and then we end yeah. up winning the game, and it was, you know, pandemonium. But, to adapt. And again, like, yeah. that falls to me, that falls on KOC, and, you know, I don't want to yeah. throw too much shade at it, but he is a rookie head coach, you know, so. Oh, second year. Now. Well, yeah, yeah but. You know, whatever. He's pretty young. Like he, he's he's actually young for a head coach in the NFL. So yeah, year two. You know, he's learning too. You know, we have to keep. We do have to keep that in mind. Like I think as fans, we always expect our head coaches to just be Bill Belichick. You know, all of the time. Well, look at the shade yeah. being thrown at him right now. Like he's not adapting to the new way of football. Like <laughs> because yeah. the Patriots are shit. They're just they've already turned on him. Yeah, they're <laughs> and it's Bill Belichick it's, for it's, shit. It's kind of sad. He yeah. Like, I've seen some Christ. of the I've seen some of the ESPN shows and they're like, he needs to go, he needs to just step down. But they they, they can't fire him. You know what I mean? Like, one Robert of the most Kraft winningest gonna, coaches Robert of all Kraft's time. Not gonna like, go what to him are you talking say, about? Hey, dude, you got to go. You know, so yeah, that that's it's a sad state of affairs for sure. But yeah, it's it's passed him by. It's just not. I don't know. Um, they're just really not. They're not good at all. But but no. So I don't. I don't want it to be completely. You know, hey, we're still terrible, but we're not good. I mean, you know, nineteen to thirteen against you know yeah. a terrible, terrible team. Now the Bears had put up some numbers the week before that they scored like forty some points against the Packers. Forget who they played the week before us, but they scored a bunch of points that week. So, you know, they're there. And of course, um, Justin Fields got hurt. He went out, and so they had <laughs> they brought in their un or their rookie. Division two quarterback, and what does he do? He goes down and scores a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're not, we're not good. Uh, we're just not. Know, a, we're again. I, I just I feel like we're not a cohesive team. We're just not playing as a team. Yeah. And I feel like that's a mentality thing. And then that's where I kind of got to hold um, KOC's feet to the fire a little bit. Like he ultimately is the boss, so he's got to. If your team has the talent and they're not playing, they're not performing up to their ability, that that's that falls on you. Now, I'm definitely not calling for his head or anything like that, but it's like you're just pointing out, you know, it's like pointing out Hoxson, you got to catch that pass. You know, it's the same yeah. thing. KOC, you got to figure out how to you got to figure out how to bring this team together. Like it can't hinge on just JJ. Like like that one player can't be why we're yeah. you know, no. as good yeah. as we could yeah. be or are or whatever. It's like yeah, it's a blow. It's another psychological blow. You know, the team yeah. knows that JJ's not out there. You know, so they're yeah. gonna have doubt. And you know, again, that's your job as a head well, coach. Like, you gotta manage that. Yeah. Like, but that's Kirk. That now that comes back to Kirk because he doesn't feel like he can. You know, he doesn't have his target, and so I think he might go through his progressions a little quick. And then let me just dump it down. Let me just dump it Maybe. down. Let me just gain. Let me just gain a little bit because that just seems to be. That's just him. You know, he's going back into his shell that he was two years ago where they play it safe. Let me, I don't want to turn the ball over. You know, well, I throw it away. We get to play another down. I mean, but look at you know this too. I mean? How many times, how like the game before last, 
how many like great passes did he make that his receivers just didn't catch? And it was spread oh, out yeah. team I mean, I mean losing, so he's yeah. losing confidence in he's his players. He's losing confidence for sure, <laughs> but but you, I mean, there has to be there has to be a certain amount of okay. Well, we just shake it off, and I don't, I don't, I, I just feel like he holds on to those things longer than the premier quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like it seems like the Patrick Mahomes and the and the Josh Allen's and and the you know uh what's his name from Cincinnati Joe Burrows like they can have a bad play or a bad series or a bad couple series but then they just like shake it off and they just keep they they still you know they throw an interception two interceptions that doesn't stop them from throwing the ball whereas Kirk it seems like it does it's just my yeah, I mean he should probably be a little more I mean, I it would be nice you if he was I mean? kind of a little more reckless but it's also catch 22 because yeah. he was a little more reckless and he throws a few more picks and people yeah. are going to chew his ass for that too so it's like yeah. He's, you know, he's oh, kind I, I of a that. he's kind of a perfectionist. You know, when you when you listen to him yeah, post game, yeah. and you know he beats himself up, and that might not be healthy. But honestly, I'd rather have yeah. that than somebody who's nonchalant about. He's like, well, you know, he just got put up there. Yeah. Know, well, three interceptions I, but I don't, don't know, know though. I mean, I don't know. I, I there's got to be. I think it's just like one to the extreme or the other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have like the Brett Favre gunslinger. It's just like, well, that's what I do. You know, whatever. But. I hate but that. Kirk I hate takes it, that. Actually. Kirk takes it to the extreme of I don't want to, you know, I don't want to turn the ball over, and so I can't make this throw. Whereas, you, you know, at some point, you're going to have to take some chances. You're, you know, up, we're two and four. Like, it doesn't really matter if we turn the ball over now or not. You got to, you got to take a chance. And without JJ on the field, you got to find somebody else. Whether that be Jordan Addison, or I mean, I don't, I don't think that KJ Osborne is is really the answer to that. I think you have to go to Jordan Addison, or just keep feeding the ball to TJ, and hopefully he just kind of shakes off those Comes bad around, hands. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And and you got to be willing to throw, you know, get the ball there because we just can't. I mean, we're losing anyway. So does it really matter if we don't turn the ball over? You know, by interception. I mean, the other ones, all the fumbles. You know, that's one thing. But Kirk only – I think he only had – what, we had like two or three interceptions going into this last week. And majority of the big turnovers, you know, like on the first series and stuff like that have been have been fumbles. I mean, yeah, the 100-yard pick six against um, against Kansas City that end up, you know, was a pretty big deal because we only lost by six, right. I think, in that game or seven. So – but, you know, I don't know. It's just – it just seems to me like he's – he overanalyzes. He's like you said. He's too much of a perfectionist, and there's got to be some kind of middle ground. And I think that that's maybe where KOC just can't seem to, you know, get it out of him. And then, like you said too, KOC could be hitting that like you know sophomore slump kind of thing. Like you know, maybe we just got really lucky. Maybe some of that stuff they said last year was a little bit more than what we thought it was. Well, and, it's hard to argue that, against it at this point. I mean, yeah, exactly. Because you, you know, know now same that thing. you're, I mean, and I'm to be honest, I'm kind of. I'm not even hating on Detroit and how they actually look good, you know, and, and we're not really giving around for money. So I'm kind of like pseudo yeah, no. pseudo jumping on the Detroit bandwagon a little bit. It's like, well, I mean, at least the NFC North can represent in the, yeah. you know, like go do something. Yeah, I mean, they, hell, the you know, fucking Lions fans have earned it. They've been shit for so yeah. long, you know, like. It's still kind of hard for me being here, but I, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm coming, mean, you're I'm, but Lions, I'm coming but, around though, because really there's no, like you said, there's, we, we have no, ground to stand on like we don't have yeah, you know right, we yeah. got nothing to say you know like there's there is no more conversation now so there's really not even any ribbing or you know nothing because right. yeah we're we're not good and and they seem to be you know pretty good they're what the, there's five 
five NFC teams, I think, that are five and one. And I've seen a couple different ESPN takes where this person has, you know, that one guy had Detroit at number one. You know, a lot of them have mm-hmm. it in like, have them like at four and five of the of the five and one teams. It's, right. It's yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, there's five. There's five five and one teams in the NFL. And it's uh, the 49ers, uh, Miami, the Chiefs, um, Detroit, and um, I forget the last one, but um, but yeah. So I know they're. I think they're good. And I, and when it comes to playoffs, I'll be pulling for them for sure. NFC North, why not? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's I, why not? The, the Detroit, they 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 deserve it more than anybody else because <laughs> anybody say, else that's going to make it is going to have more Super Bowls than them, yeah, obviously, because yeah. they don't have one. So um, I was going to say, yeah. like my trepidation though is that as a Vikings fan, I know how my team lets me down, even when they do good in the first round of the playoffs, yeah. and knowing the Detroit's history. Like yeah. if that's how it pans out, I'm gonna be a little nervous rooting yeah, for him. Like you fuckers better not that. let me down. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and the other thing is that if all of a sudden a lot of Vikings fans jump on that bandwagon, we're gonna bring it to the ground because of our bad luck. Like our juju, <laughs> our 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 bad juju will just transfer over to Detroit, and so then they'll they're blame gonna, us for that. Yeah, they're gonna be they'll like, get off our that. side. Like, Why are you rooting for us? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, yeah. but you know, if we can get our shit together, um honestly, there's a there's a chance this upcoming game against the Niners, which should be kind of a blowout, might be close. They just lost to their big players, or at least they might. Yes. I guess we haven't heard, no, but they yeah, have two big still, injuries. Yeah, Debo Samuel. Um is on the Debo Samuel he, he he's defense. And then Christian McCaffrey, who is their team. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. But of course, they lost. To, they lost to the Browns, which um, the Browns have probably one of the top two defenses in the league. I mean, they are they are stout. So that one wasn't like a huge shocker, and they had a chance to win, and the kicker missed. The yeah, kicker I mean, missed the game me, winning. Me it's, the game winning field goal. To me, it's again, it's kind of like Chiefs. I think I'm gonna, I'm going to assume we're going to lose, but it's probably going to be closer than it we think it maybe should be, you know, like the way we've been playing, they probably should dominate us. But like I said, it seems we seem to be jumping to the rim. Like instead of dunking it, we're just jumping high enough to hit the rim, you know, like um, it's like, just fucking dunk it, man. Like he got the weapons, use them. Like what is going on? Um, Yeah. No, Debo, Debo Samuel is their wide receiver. So he went out with a shoulder injury, and Christian McCaffrey went out with an oblique rib injury, which, you know, sometimes you can play through that. Obviously, we see that Kirk did that in the Netflix documentary. Um, but, yeah, their status, I don't know what their status is as of today. Um, the one the thing that I'm reading was um, earlier on in the week, which they have the um, 49ers are favored by seven. Right now, I think there's like 69 percent chance that they'll win or something like that. Is this a home game or is it at Niners? It's at home. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) When the white team is favored by a touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we're not. And we're not really good at home. I mean, we haven't. We haven't won a home game yet. You could have just put the period at the end of we're just not that good. I mean, yeah, well, that, I mean, yeah, we're just not. Crazy. I mean, we're just we're just not. Like, I think we have the potential, but we're we're just not. We're just not a good team right now. We're just not. There's nowhere. There's just no way else to say it until yeah. they prove me otherwise. You know. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm just not. I didn't go out of my way to watch it last 
week, and I don't plan on going on my way to watch it this week. You know, I'll pay attention. I'll watch the highlights. Well, it's Monday the next night. Day. It's Monday night. Oh, it's Monday night. Oh, I probably yeah. will watch so it. So you'll then. you'll watch it Monday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. And it's you know seven o'clock, or whatever. So I mean, you'll, you'll be off the water by then, or exactly. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't know if I'll run up to the old dam there and watch it. I'll probably just watch it on my phone, and uh, just that way, if it's shitty, I can just turn it off and go to sleep, and I'm not spending money. So that'll probably be the play. But, yeah, I guess yeah, it's Monday yeah. night. I'll be watching it. Well, Kirk, prime time. You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah, stupid. Exactly. Yeah, That's so dumb. So I it looks that. like the forty. It looks like the 49ers, as far as Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, are kind of a day-to-day kind of thing. Um, yeah, so it'll probably be uh, going into tomorrow or Friday's, Friday's game designate. I think they have to, like, designate by Friday kind of their – their last injury report or something like that. So, or may, maybe it'd be Saturday with it being a Monday game. But anyway, um, they'll probably go in as you know questionable or something, and then um, or probable. I don't know. And then, and then I guess I'm sure it'll probably be a game time decision. But, you know, the good thing for them, I guess, and kind of bad for us is that they get an extra day to to rest those injuries. But um, yeah, well, so and I, then who I, do mean, we, I don't know. Who I, do we I, get? I, who do we get the after? Thing of, the what? Who do we get? Who do we have after this? Uh, then we go to um, the Packers in in Lambeau, one o'clock game. So I mean, we should we should by all metrics we should just smash them. Wow. And then we have the Falcons, and, and then we have the Falcons and the Saints. Um, Falcons in in Atlanta, and then the Saints at home. Which both of those teams are playing pretty well. Um, I don't know what I their think those are winnable games, though. I mean, are. yeah, no, definitely. We, I mean. As far as the Saints, now obviously it's a different regime and stuff like that, but we've kind of owned the Saints the last couple yeah. of years, so um, definitely a decent chance there. It so seems like, it and then seems of course like after it's a terrible Bounty Gate, we've kind of like yeah, we've, yeah. We've, after two thousand, we took that personal. We, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and then we been... go to, and then we go to the Broncos, and the Bears come to us. Another win. The Raiders in Las Vegas, which See, they're not playing great. So I mean, another you look winnable at the game. schedule right now. If we can get our shit together, we could go on a little mini run here. Potentially after the 49ers game, depending on the Falcons and the Saints, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't done a lot of research on there. It's a couple of weeks out. Um, but there's, you know, six games in a row that I would think that we could probably win. Packers in Lambeau, Falcons in Atlanta, so Saints just, at home, Broncos in Denver. Just for the sake of trying to build some excitement <laughs> around this team. <laughs> so let's just speculate. So okay. we lose against – the Niners, right? That drops us five. to what? Two and, Two, five. And five. Two and five. And then we Beat we the could Packers. be 500. If we go, we could be one game above 500. If we win the next six games. No, we'd be eight and five. All right. We'd be eight. Oh, five. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, will it happen? I don't have a ton of confidence because I just, yeah. uh, again, we've seen the jump to the rim. We, we're just not playing cohesively. Um, but maybe, I mean, maybe it, maybe yeah. the bad luck turns, you know, if we can stop the turnovers and, um, our guys start catching the ball, who knows, you know, we start building up some momentum, start believing again. Well, you of know. course the other, the other, the other thing that, the other thing that could change a lot of this is unfortunately the trade deadline is right in front of us, October 31st. And there's already been, it's not even rumors. There's, there's reports, you know, from the mainstream ESPN guys, you know, Adam Schefter, Tom Pelissar, these kind of guys 
that you know the Vikings are getting called on a lot of people. The most, the one in particular is Daniil Hunter. Yeah, Daniil is on, on, has a one year contract. You know, he's a hold in this year. They gave him a one year contract. Daniil is lead. I mean, he is like the premier, premier pass rusher. I saw this stat the other day. So um, Nick Bosa, uh, who is with the uh, oh. oh. Now my mind just totally escapes me. But so the the top they give you the top five uh, pass rushers in the league right now. Nick Bosa two and a half sacks, five tackles for loss. Micah Parsons four sacks, six tackles for loss. Miles Garrett uh, five and a half sacks, five tackles for loss. T.J. Watt uh, eight sacks, seven tackles for a loss. And Max Crosby has five and a half sacks, eight tackles for a loss. Daniil Hunter. Eight sacks, eleven tackles for losses. Wow. Eight. He he is he's tied with TJ Watt for sacks, but he has four more tackles for losses. And the next closest is five and a half sacks. I mean, like he is an absolute beast. And so they're calling for him because that's kind of that's I that's kind of the norm on a team. That is not going to make the playoffs. So, and we are right now twenty nine percent chance to make the playoffs. So it's not. And what good? Like, but what good? I mean, what do you think we're shopping for? Like, what kind of what kind of deals do you think we're entertaining? Well, like, what no, is this team so, looking for? Well, that's a first round pick. Daniel Hunter is going to bring a first round pick for sure. I mean, a hundred percent, maybe even more. So it's nothing that we would do. It's not like we would trade for anybody or nothing like that. It would be for draft capital. It would be for drafting, mm. for getting those picks to be able to move around in the in the draft. Which brings us to you know Quasey, where he said that if we ever had the overall pick, the number one overall pick, that we would probably trade it down to get more picks. And I'm just like I, I don't see him around after this year. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that don't. his philosophy <laughs> is just yeah. that money ball. You know, whatever the analytics, the numbers, you you gotta have a gut feeling on this, and I just feel like he just doesn't get it. But so Daniel Hunter would bring a lot of picks, like probably two or three. I mean, it, it could be a massive haul, and so people are calling. People are calling uh, from the reports is uh, T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, uh, not T.J. K.J. Osborne. Um, uh, as much as it pains me to say it, Harry the Hitman, he's on his last year of his contract. Um, you know, he's probably maybe going to bring a fourth or fifth round pick. He's not going to get a ton because he's, you know, getting up there and yeah, he's having a great breakout season again and he's still there, but how many years does he have left in the tank? You know, how much does he have left? So, you know, as much as I love him and as much as he is having a resurgent year this year, because he's actually being used the way that he's been intended to be used, the way his skill set fits, you know, but so, so all that being said, we have, we have the 49ers on Monday night, October 23rd, and then we have the Packers in Lambeau October, Sunday, October 29th. The trade deadline is that Tuesday. So this team could be without our the best pass rusher in the league. Um, they could be without uh, an offensive weapon here or there. They could be without our best safety in, in that. You know, of course – Kirk Cousins has always been thrown around as as the trade, but Kirk Cousins has you know, a from everything no I've, trade clause yeah, that from, he and more than likely is not going to waive. From everything I, I I've been seeing here locally, um, yeah, they have no interest in trading him. Like he's yeah. he's he's 
more than likely, barring any kind of like crazy movement, it really sounds like he's going to be a Viking for 2024, 2025 season. So, okay. Well, um, and I'm not opposed to that. I, no, you know, it's I, not I'm that sorry. I, like, even, you yeah. know, as much as you're like, oh, he's this, he's that, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm not sorry. I'm actually not sorry. I'm a Kirk Cousin fan. I mean, um, I like him. I, <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, and, and can like he I can he be week. better? Sure, of course he could be better. But well, like, yeah, um, just knowing the crapshoot of quarterbacks and especially drafting, and even when you know, look at Denver. You know, they 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 grab yeah. Russell Wilson. He's trash yeah. now. I mean, he's just yeah. absolutely trash. And he used to be well, really and, good. And, he used to be and, elite. You know, I'll see, and that's <laughs> the thing is like what like you just so a couple couple things about that because you know last week I talked you know pretty badly about Kirk Cousins, but my point was. If they're done with him, then why not trade him? You know what I mean? That that yeah. was my biggest. That was my argument. If 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 the brass has already decided he is not going to be here next year, which with no contract, you know, you speculate no contract. Usually they would have one by now. Blah blah blah. All sorts of stuff. So that was where I was going. Like, hey, if you already know, well then, yeah, just ship him on and let's just reboot this season. Bring in a young guy. Let him get some real world experience this year. Get him seven or eight games a season. Then get him into the offseason and, re- and let KOC work with him, or whatever. And then you know go from there because it's going to happen anyway. I think but, you need. I think you need Kirk to lock up JJ to be to be brutally honest. And that might yeah, be that might be that, what the front though. office is looking at. Know. You know. Yeah. I still don't know about that one. Those two are tight, I, man. Yeah. They're tight. Uh, I, just I just don't read think their, that read JJ their body language, man. Like. I mean, he knows. He knows it's. You know, at best they got one more year. At best, I would say, because you know they'll they'll get bring in a quarterback or a younger guy, and they'll you know give him a couple years, give him another year to to be tutelage under Kirk. But then again, if it, if if Kirk is not the guy that KOC really really wants, but that okay, well we want to still be competitive, so he's good enough. Do you really want him teaching the next generation? This is how I do it because you know he is a little weird. I mean, he just—he's a little weird. So, do you want him? Do you want that to be the ear in this young guy's, you know, the or the voice in these young guys' ears? I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know the man. He seems like a good, you know, good guy. He's a great father, you know, strong Christian, you know, great husband. All these things—that's that's awesome. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I don't—I don't know if I talked about it last week or if this was a conversation I had with my boys or something like that. Um, Jeremiah and, and Jaden Jeremiah and I talk a lot about you know the the team and stuff like that because he's a lot like me, very passionate. And um, not that my other boys aren't, but Jeremiah even so much more. But the difference, the 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 thing about Kirk is that, or maybe it was you and me, it's just too nice. He's not, you know, it, for for me, it's very easy for me to go look at Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. They were not the greatest of teammates because. They wanted to win at any cost. They, they, when they had a chance to put somebody away, they put their foot on their throat and choked them out. Kirk Cousins does not do that. He is not the, uh, you know, jerk, you know, just, uh, I don't care. Let's just run the score. Like, that's not him. And so I don't know that you he'll ever be considered elite. I know to your point, do we need him to be elite to win a title? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, you know, a, a big part of me is like, I just don't see him being that type to, to take us all the way there. But if the other pieces are there and, you know, things just kind of bounce our way, then, yeah. But, 
you know, the Patrick Mahomes of the world, you know, the the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Brees. I mean, look at look at Drew Brees. I mean, just think of how much people are looking back at him now and saying, okay, Sean Payton took the Denver job, and they are terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. Is that Russell Wilson or is that Sean Payton? And so you think this is the same offense that Drew Brees ran. Can you like could you imagine if Drew Brees was at a different, you know, like he might have just been off the charts one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, but because of that system, he did the best that he could and they were winning the franchise. But yeah, look at it. Look at it now. Yeah. Look at Denver. Yeah. They are terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. So is it Russell Wilson or is it Sean Payton? So you know that that's my thing with Kirk. Now, if they're planning on bringing him back next year, well, okay, then, I mean, we, we run it back. And, you know, obviously, J.J. will be back in a couple weeks. And, um, you know, if if he's back, you know, some of these guys, the big the big talking wigs on the ESPN so that, they're like, you know what, if the Vikings don't win, is there a big rush for him to come back? Like, do they do they say, you know what, does the training staff say, you know, with these injuries, I don't know, you know, it could, could could tweak it and something could happen. He could tear it, you know, you don't want to take any chances. And then he ends up sitting out six, seven, eight weeks. Who knows, you know, um, if we don't go on a run. So I don't know. But there, a lot of the – what I'm all that to say, all of the, the landscape could definitely look different after October 31st. I, that's all I'm going to say. I don't, you know – I don't know. Obviously, I have. I would. I don't want Daniel to go anywhere. KJ Osborne, sure, ship him off. But what are you going to get for KJ Osborne? Fifth, fifth sixth round draft pick. Yeah, I mean, he's decent. I mean, he's decent, he's but middle of the a, road. De- a decent, a decent trade for draft picks is like a fourth or a fifth round. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you know, it's really, yeah. it's not. You're not getting a second. Yeah, you know, no that, you got to be pretty. Pre- no yeah, you got to be moves. pretty premier to get, and a first is you know, you know, that's like. Daniel Hunter star, you know, kind of first, first round kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't want them to go. I don't want Daniel to go. I don't want Harry to go. Obviously I don't want either one of them to go. I want them to be here long-term, but I, it doesn't look like Daniel is coming back. You know, this is, this is last year. So I guess along the same lines of my Kirk Cousins thinking, if the Vikings already know, well, Daniel's not going to be back next year. Then I guess why would they not trade him? You know what I mean? Why would they not when he is uh, AD? No. It's, it's also it's also hard to say too because how many times not so much with quarterbacks but how many times like you know TJ at the end of the season but you'll have an owner or something like no oh, this is our guy when they talk about head coaches yeah. and then their yeah. shit can't you know what yeah. I mean? it's like it's <laughs> yeah. almost the kiss of death when the owner's like no yeah. no he's our guy it's like oh you're yeah. fucked you're yeah. fucked buddy you're yeah gone. that's it you're, you're gone. Gone. Yeah. so maybe yeah. I mean they could be. You know, they could be saying, like, no, no, what's more than likely we got no interest in trading Kirk. He's going to be here. And, you know, maybe there's some secret deals. You know, maybe just the right deal comes through. Yeah. Maybe. But, again, that's where I'm just, like, as a fan of of Kirk, honestly, um, I'm just, like, it, it. the narratives drives me nuts when all these sportscasters talk shit about Kirk and they're, like, he really could be an answer for the Jets or this other team or this other team. is like, I, yeah. thought, yeah, I thought he was a piece of shit. Like, what, yeah, now, he's he the, terrible, now he's the yeah. answer somewhere else? Like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. God. yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, like, I just don't, that, that to me is like less than 1% chance that he waves his no trade. Cause he's not going to go to a team that he does not feel comfortable with. I mean, it would have to be like the absolute 100% perfect situation. And it'll be interesting to see this off season because up until this point, what the one thing that I will give to Kirk cousins is that he is a master negotiator. He has gotten paid 
like every step of the way, dude, he makes these amazing contracts and all these things. You know, I did Tuesday off. I get no trade clause, yeah. but I get this, I get that. So he definitely knows how to work his own, you know, to well, get them contracts that he wants. It sounds like the wants. Tuesday off thing is kind of like team-wide. Well, I've um, heard that before too, though, that other, other you know, quarterbacks and star, other players do that as well, take yeah, different days off. Whatever. But yeah. I, there's, I don't remember who it is. Some guy I already don't like, but they he he's ripping on them pretty much every week. He's like, you and this and this and that, and you're taking Tuesdays off? Like, you should be studying. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. You know, like, just like, shut up. A lot of these, a lot of the like the purple daily guys, they're like that. They're like they they, jo- they joke about them all the time, being taking Tuesdays off, and you know you should have been doing this. But again, it sounds that, like from what I whatever. what I've read, it, it's um, um, it's not that uncommon. Yeah, it's not that uncommon. Yeah. I think it. I think for the Vikings organization, I think Tuesdays is a, Tuesdays day, off is a day off for everybody. Yeah. So well, it's like yeah. it's not like and he's. I think what I'm sure you could work that, if you wanted to, but. Yeah. Like some of the guys are in there still working out. They're in the weight room. Tom Brady, you know, they say, well, Tom Brady didn't take any days off. You know, he was in there studying film. But Tom Brady was like weird. He would watch film for like 20 hours. Like he loved to watch film. Like he, that was, he just kind of got off on that. So, you know, it's, they're, it's just different animals. But I don't, you know, I don't, whatever Kirk needs to do to, to go out there and perform, like, dude, he showed me enough in that documentary that I was like, dude, he's a stud. Dude, he's yeah. a stud. Yeah. And and uh, I and, and I would love for him to stay. Sure, why not? And, and, I mean, you know, like, I, I've said this before. Like, and it's, all the disrespect he gets and the hates, and honestly, it's kind of made me like the guy more. And I just, I want, I'm just kind of his camp. I just, I want to see him win so he can just shut up the haters. Oh, you know? yeah, it's like, would, yeah. I'm just hating on the haters. Is really where yeah. I'm at. It's like you know, yeah. God, what I love to see. Not only what obviously I love a Super Bowl yeah. as a Vikings yeah, yeah, fan, yeah, 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 but yeah, I would yeah. love it. Uh, even more, the little cherry on top of him to For be him. like, oh, I yeah. can't win the primetime games, huh? Yeah. Do you yeah. like that? You know, to hear him hold yeah. that Lombardi trophy yeah. and scream, you like you that? Look- oh! Yeah. 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 Half chubby that building would be, right now. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be uh, epic for sure. But, yeah, that'd be so um, good. So, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, my, my biggest thing on Kirk was just that if they're done with him, then go ahead and move him now. But if they're not, if there's, you know, if they're waiting to see or if they and – and like I said, what I was starting to say was that it would be interesting to see if he's willing to kind of work because he's made comments that he wanted to retire as a Viking, blah, blah, blah. And so, well, let's see then. How much do you want to stay here? Because we're not going to be able to pay you what you think you need or what you think you want. But, and again, who else is going to give you, you know, like what kind of numbers is he wanting? You know what I mean? So yeah. is he willing to do the Aaron Rodgers as much as – I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but like you and I have talked before, as a person, he'd probably be really cool to hang out with. But um, right. yeah. you know, he 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 took a huge pay cut. Like, in I think it was like tens, twelve or thirteen million dollar pay cut to go to to the Jets to so they could bring in other talent. Tom Brady at the end of his career took massive pay cuts. He didn't need the money. Kirk Cousins well, doesn't need the and money. Kirk might. Kirk might. You know, maybe next year. Well, that's the thing. You know. That's that's what I'm saying. It, it'd be interesting to see how he what he does with that because yeah. like up until this point he's because at some point in time he's, he's got to realize that he's at the twilight of, yeah. of getting yeah. the big paydays and yeah. twilight of his yeah. career and he's like you know I, I i have a chance to make a legit run next year with this team if i give them enough yeah. leeway to go get me yeah, protection sure. and go get yeah. me weapons and you know and and make this happen you know yeah. and he could you don't know or he might just and be why like, would he, and why would mine. he not <laughs> want to stay there with the best receiver in football oh, like yeah, why absolutely. you know what i mean like yeah. the weapons that he has if he if he looks at it you know realistically where is he going to go that has better weapons it's not i mean maybe a better run game but 
as far as you know wide receivers and the tight ends and i mean like jordan yeah. addison i mean like it doesn't get any better than that really like no, where are you gonna no, go for sure yeah no and which, which is the frustration of we do have all those on paper and why aren't we why aren't we performing up to our yeah, and the offensive line our is skill doing level strong. right now. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We can wrap this up. I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, looking towards, uh, yeah, it's a loss against the Niners, I, I assume. Um, with that said, I wouldn't be crazy surprised if it's close or if we somehow eke out a win just because they're not at full well, strength. So, and, um, and, it's, and at some point, we're going to have to win at home. I mean, right. you know, so, so at some point, the, the 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 fans at that stadium and the skull chants and the drums and the gallhorn and all that stuff. Some at some point, that's going to take effect. And and I've said this in the last couple episodes. I don't think that um, Brock Purdy is as good as everybody says he is. I watched two or three weeks ago they were playing on a primetime game, and I watched that game, and they did not look. He did not. He 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 made some errant throws. Some of that kind of behind. Some of yeah. this. Some of that. So, and and now if if Christian McCaffrey can't go, like that was my fear was that, and I put that on one of my texts. I think it was with my boys and Chopto and stuff. Was he's going to run for three hundred yards and five touchdowns because we can't stop the run. But if he's out or if he's limited or he's hurt, like it's the, with the ribs. Especially as a running back, like, dude, you're getting hit every time you touch the ball. You're taking yeah. a shot to the uh-huh. like, your body is gonna hurt. So, hopefully, you know, last year we got lucky. Remember, remember last year we had how many games in a row where the starting quarterback got like knocked out the week before? Or yeah, something? right, right. And then yeah, we, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, you're playing a backup, but yeah, we just play who gets across from us. So, you know, maybe fingers crossed. You never want anybody to, you know, you never want to wish ill health or you know an injury right. on yeah, 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 people yeah, yeah, you know yeah, as a yeah, person yeah, yeah. but as far as this week if he wanted to just re- to, you know rest and rip one more week that would be helpful right yeah <laughs> i mean it would it would. Uh, it would definitely help but i don't know we'll see i don't that's we're all i got yeah, let's wait and see yeah. it's monday night see what happens but, yeah uh, i don't i don't know i i i'm deep down i i i mean i i, I feel like it's probably going to be a loss but man i i just I think at, at some point it feels like it's kind of gonna break loose. It it, it feels like we're like like we're on a train or on the tracks and we're just kinda like getting like we just can't something's wrong, something's slowing us down, you know, yeah. something like that. And at some point it's just gonna be like boom, it's gonna break it loose. Clicks. And then yeah, maybe and then there here we go. And and if if somehow we beat them at home and it just launches us into that ring, that stretch of yeah, for sure. You know, Packers. You know, you know moment, um, momentum uh, during a game yeah. is huge. Everybody knows that, and but it's yeah. also big. You know, in again that confidence, and I think confidence is yeah. low right now, just team wide in that locker room. And if you you break out a win against the Niners at home, I mean that might be the spark that ignites this team. You know, and we just got a we got tooth and claw, two more games. Hopefully, get JJ back. You know. Um, and off to the races. Who knows? I mean, yeah. is it realistic? Probably not. But I mean, it's listen. You gotta well, you gotta have could, some hope, and, and, or, or what's the whole point of all this? You know, like and 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 it could be it, it could be that what do they call that game? The trap game because the the Niners play the Bengals after that after us on Sunday at home. So they could you know be kind of looking past us two and four. No JJ. I mean, you know what I mean. So that. Yeah. that it could set up to really where we actually have a chance to do something. And 
of course, I mean, the defense is still – if the defense can kind of figure it out, I mean, like they seem like they're doing really good and they're getting these pressures. I mean, obviously, Daniil's having a, a great season. Um, so you never know. You know, the defense comes up and shows up, and maybe we only have to score 20 couple points. And right. if we can do that, you know, then – I mean, they only scored 17 against the, the Cleveland. So, obviously, they showed a blueprint of what to do to get after them, do we have the pieces to do that? No, because we're not as good as Cleveland's defense. But at least it gives a blueprint as to, hey, we could try this. You know, right. this, you know, implement whatever they did with with the with the weapons that we have. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, well, nobody really expects us to win anyway. So I'm I'm torn. I I really want to kind of say that this this we might we might win this game. You know, as far as a prediction goes, but um, I don't know. I'm well, optimistic. My, my prediction, like I said, my prediction is lost, um, but. I won't be – I'll be super happy, but I won't be crazy oh, yeah, surprised if we somehow yeah, pull it yeah, out. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I kind of think it's going to be closer than probably a lot of people think. But yeah. I don't know. With that said, it could easily be a lopsided loss. Too. Well, I mean, seven, <laughs> well, they're favored by seven, so it's still yeah. a one-score game. Yeah, so, right, right, I mean, right. you know, I know there's no moral victories, but if we can if we can stand with them, you know, toe-to-toe, you, you never know what happens in the end. Right. I mean, you just never right. know. You know, right. Kirk could turn back into Kirk O'Chains and – and you know, all of a sudden, find a bunch of confidence in Jordan Addison, and and you know, start turning the ball loose a little it would bit. Be or, fun. It'd be fun or to see Addison game, go or off. Or a running honestly, game shows up. It'd be you know, really or, fun. Or all of a sudden, TJ goes for yeah. a buck fifty and three touchdowns. I mean, you know, just catch just, the ball. Say yeah, it, you just That's never all know. You do. Yeah. When, it, when when Kirk hits you in the hands, you got to catch the yeah. ball. And hopefully, KOC maybe you know does a little more acres than um than Alexander Madison. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But, but anyways, uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Um, we're still still in love with the Vikings. It's it's hard at times. Definitely, <laughs> definitely hard. Yeah, but, we've been um, here before. It's yeah, exactly. And territory. so, you know, we'll we'll take the season as it comes, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yes, I will. We just got a little little less than a week. We get the we get the weekend off of 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 having to watch TV, even though I said there you go. Do some hunting Monday yeah. nighter. Let's. Uh, Let's go. Go out there and enjoy it. I did see up here. I looked at the long range forecast. Snow in the forecast a week from Friday. Oh wow! There yeah, you go. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. about about that time. End of end of October. The so wind, the wind is right for my uh, little buck stand that I found the other week. There you go. So, uh, that that, I'm gonna, that might be the day right there. Gonna I'm going to hopefully get out into the into the um, the old tree stand tomorrow evening on the good property, my buddy Greg's property, and uh, it calling for rain tomorrow. So we'll see how what that does to us. Uh, hopefully, we can still hunt, but um, getting to be pretty pretty prime prime time. So within the next couple of weeks, hopefully, put a put a deer or two into the into the freezer. And, uh, yeah, so great time, great time of the year for sure. Yep, we got football. Absolutely. We got um, the baseball playoffs, which the Twins are out of now, but I'm still excited to watch that. And, um, you know, hunting and fishing is really good. So favorite time of the year by far right here. Yeah, absolutely. Te- love it. Te- uh, uh, jeans jeans and ho- hoodies, jeans and sweater weather. It's, I'm it's honestly perfect. ready to park the boat and uh, start sharpening the blades for ice fishing. And there you go. Focus on that. I'm I'm, I'm – I'm ready. Let's go. But uh, all right. Well, whatever your passion is, baseball, football, hunting, fishing, pursue that full scale. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners. 
every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.